This podcast contains explicit content. Let's begin the show by starting it. This podcast is hardly focused. What's going on, man? About it. Dissecting the news one tangent at a time. When there's nothing left to burn, you have to set yourself on fire. We stop serving breakfast at 1130. It's an accident. It's an accident. It's an accident. The trigger. It's sensitive. It's okay. It's all right. Hey, welcome to Hardly Focused with Nate Fillers and Jack Gill. You can find us at hardlyfocused.com on your favorite podcast app on YouTube at uh, hardlyfocused.com slash YouTube. I play those sound drops from the 1993 Michael Douglas film, Falling Down. Now you're going to die wearing that stupid little hat. How does it feel? Because I procured new eyeglasses uh, recently that are uh, very similar to the kind that Michael Douglas wears in that film. And I don't think I like them. Oh, no. So I might... uh, They look good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, they're they're, and if you don't know, they're they're like the, I don't know if like horn rimmed, like the brow rim. They're Ray Bans. They're very retro, very nineteen fifties. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm one day I like them, the next day I don't. Uh, well, that's just life. That's I mean that's how I feel about myself. Yeah, usually just everything. That's yeah, the world. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm also going to try out that Warby Parker that you always see the commercials for. Yeah, that's that, that one's good. Um, yeah. And you're a fellow four eyes, so. Yes. You know, uh, many, many years ago, Nate, you revealed to me that we had the same eye doctor. Oh, Cause, yeah. Because she was a babe. She still is. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 like, it's funny because like the, her go-to joke is like, that's how I know your eyes are bad. <laughs> it's like, cause self-deprecating. Cause she, the, see the joke here is she's saying that she doesn't look good and that me thinking she's okay. Meaning it's not my eyes are bad. Yeah. Comedy. Yep. That's a little bit of uh uh optometrical mechanical humor for you that's a word right it's sure i mean you said it yeah so uh zenny is good too zenny is cheap okay so like i i i did warby parker and they're nice they're they're affordable right they're like i think like 90 nine dollars for frames or something I, yeah they start under a hundred dollars which is nice yeah it's it's good and in their quality for sure and it's nice that they let you try on like multiple they they will send you like five pairs i think and you can just yep. test them out we're not getting this isn't an, an endorsement we're not getting paid no, no. for that we're just talking about it because this just is new talking. to me yeah and then uh but zenny's really cheap these are zenny these okay. were so cheap that i bought two pair no shit Nice. They were like, um, I think like $20. Okay. So, and then like with the frames, it came out to be, I think I ended up paying like $80 for two pairs. Okay. That's like after all the things like, and that's, that's not bad at all. Are you fortunate enough that were you to go to uh, any optometrist, like a brick and mortar type place that uh, they can make your eyeglasses within an hour? Um, not since, um, my optometrist moved. Okay. I have not had that luxury since I was a child. My eyes are, they're not like, I don't want to say so bad because I'm not blind, but, uh, you get a set of glasses, you order a set of glasses and then you have to wait like two weeks. And then in a case like mine, where now I I have a set that I'm just not jazzed about, then uh, cool. I waited two weeks for these and I don't like them. So 
Oh, that's the other cool thing about Zenny is you can take a picture of yourself and you can like you can put on the pairs. Oh, and, like AR? Uh, yeah. Augmented, yeah, Warby say, Parker yeah. does that too with their app. That's yeah. uh, that's why I ended up uh giving them a shot because at least the AR it looks nice. So. Yeah, both are good. Both are great. I would highly I'm I go with Zenny cuz I'm poor. Yeah. <laughs> so which uh, which doesn't mean if you go with any it means you're you're probably great you're probably fine yeah, everything's you know sure. i mean to each their own right sometimes I mean, marshmallow mateys is just as good as lucky charms i just i make bad financial decisions that's what i do for example i'm the shirt i'm wearing right now is a very obscure robocop reference and it cost me like 25 dollars. so like i could have put that money towards oh i don't know buying groceries something like that so that's what i do uh but uh, a little little bit of uh eye information for people out there yeah for for our listeners (laughs) never uh i don't know i when i was little i'm like oh man I, i hope i never have to be uh a slave to wearing eyewear and uh when i was nine years old that dream went out the window yeah, for me, I think it happened sometime in high school, like late in high school, maybe senior year. I can't remember, but I actually prefer it because like, I think I look angry without them. Like, I, I think you do. Like, just like an evil sort of like yeah. creepy. Like I've been told that I am very serious without my glasses and I never want to be serious ever. You look very menacing. Yeah. So I would opt out getting laser eye surgery although i could get laser eye surgery and get like those fake glasses that don't do anything i uh would like to do that but again i'm money and you know uh, i uh, poor financial decisions so you never know one day it could happen think about lasik too is that it does, it's not like a permanent thing it, it just gives mm-hmm. you like 10 years of uh not needing to rely on eyewear from what I hear, it's better to get it when you're older because your eyes continue to grow and like the, you, your eyes grow less the older you are. That's what I've heard. I don't know if like I haven't done multiple sources on that. It's just I've been told that you shouldn't get laser eye surgery until like at least 40. I think is the age they say you should probably get it like if that's a okay age because like i think anything under 40 your eyes are constantly changing i don't think i actually know anyone who had lasik done uh any younger than 40 really everyone i know has done it was over 40 so yeah i got a few years left before i have to start uh i guess considering that so i go to the eye doctor recently and they tell me that like they do uh uh like the scans ahead of time including the blowing air in your oh, eye which i'm getting better at it but it's like, like look at the barn or <laughs> yeah that is that that little goddamn barn is like enough to give you ptsd you see that and you know you're in for a bad time you want to explain it to people who haven't <laughs> had to do that sure or does everybody have to do it i don't know uh i mean people are encouraged to get routine eye exams even if they don't need eyewear so but i mean i mean you can be encouraged to do a lot of things and still not do it so true um masks (laughs) (laughs) vaccines so when you get your uh, eyes checked uh, they they do a couple of different tests There's, there's two machines and the first one is just like it's like shining a light in your eye and uh, testing, you know, things that are close up versus far away. And then the second one, I think it's to like gauge the shape of the eye or something, but it it involves blowing air into your eye. Yeah, you I don't literally, actually know much about it. I just know. Yeah, you literally put your eye up to this thing. You you got to put your like chin on this little rest. You got to put your eye up to this blower thing, and. They tell you there's a little image that you're looking at. It's like, I don't know if oscilloscope is the right term, but it's like a long road with a red barn at the end of it. And then uh, anywhere between five and 10 seconds within that window, just 
and big puff of air. And you have to, you can't blink, you can't react, and they will just keep doing it until they get the reading that they need. And you will cry. Yep, I've done. I've done it enough times now. That I know to just relax and let them do it. But for a long time, though, I couldn't. It's scary. I, yeah, I couldn't get through it. It's so much. And sometimes they would be like, okay, whatever. We don't need to do this. And then others were like, we're not leaving until you sit there with your eye wide open. Yeah. Without, because it doesn't hurt. It's just like, it's just, I don't know what you would call it. It's not uncomfortable. Like maybe, but like for like a split second, but it's like, like, if you know, someone is going to blow air in your eye and you see it coming, then that's fine. But you don't know it's coming. That's the problem when you're sitting yeah. in front of this machine. It just happens. So and you can't you can't even like really count down until when it happens. So I don't yeah. get, get out of here, you jerk. I hear you in the background. It's picking up on the mic. Cats. Cat, Cooper and Bill are in here just I, like one minute they're sniffing each other and rubbing up against each other. And the next minute Bill's throwing fisticuffs. Being a cat. So uh the, the clap that's all i have to do is i just have to yeah. all i have to do is clap and out of my hair yeah out of my i i get back like 10 minutes before they come back like hey we completely forgot this happened let's try it again so well it depends on the cat ted if i clap at him i won't see him again until tuesday yeah a bill on the other hand is already making his way back into the room i don't know if you can uh kind of see him poking in the door there no. Oh, oh, was he there? Yep. Towards okay, the no. end. <laughs> he knew the camera. Was... Saw just a little. Yep. There. There he is. I'm just see a little bit. Creep. Yep. He's a creep. Uh. Anyway. Uh. So I wear blind. Yeah. I'm getting my eyes tested, and they tell me that I've got like, uh, like gobbledygook on my eyes, and that they wanted to send me to a specialist, and uh, I never went. Yeah, you know what it could be. It could be the MS flaring up. I'm not kidding. Yeah, if that stuff, uh, that's it's uh, brain, eyes, spinal cord. Um, yeah, so I haven't had an issue with that in ten years. And this, I don't know, this could be it because every once in a while I kind of feel like, uh, you know, like you wake up after sleeping or you take a nap and you have just like goop in your eye. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's that, but it's not that. It's like it's a phantom goop feeling. And now I'm starting to wonder, I'm like, maybe it's just like it's like an eye floater. You know, when those damn eye floaters, it's it's almost like that. So. Oh, it could be. It could be like those little parasite guys. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it could be many things. Finally going blind. That's it. Have you ever had a migraine which makes you like unable to see? Not that bad. I had one like a few years ago and it scared the fuck out of me. It like made everything look rainbow. Like I just like couldn't see. It just seemed like everything. I don't. I, you know, those like 4th of July glasses that sometimes they hand out for like fireworks. It's like those glasses that make every single light turn into rainbows things like uh very obscure reference but sometimes they hand out little glasses for for uh firework shows and every every light emits like a aurora of rainbow i i that, yeah yeah i i, I kind of get what you're getting at yeah that's kind of what it was like it was hard to see anything and i was just like i think this is i thought i was going blind or something was happening and then I called my dad because that's what I do whenever I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, you're having a migraine. Like it happens before you get the migraine. So it like, and then like, sure enough, he was right. 10 minutes later, I had a really bad headache. Dude, mig- like, migraines for me just shut me down. Like I don't get, I don't get sick. I don't have the eye thing like you're just talking about. It's just like, that's it. Once I have a migraine, it's like, you're not getting anything out of me. Like yeah. my productivity is nil. That's usually how it is for me, but this rainbow thing happened and there's I mean, a, yeah, like there's a name for that. 
because I remember from ER, there's a name for it, and I can't remember what it is. <laughs> you watch enough episodes of ER and other medical dramas, you too could save a life in uh, in dire times. It's true. So, uh, Arizona. All right. Tell so me I'm about just... what's going on in Arizona, because you, you mentioned this to me before the show, and I'm quite literally clueless. Honestly, the best way to explain what it is I want to talk about is I'm going to send you a link to a Twitter and it's going to show a video. And I think the audio itself just speaks for itself. Okay. So uh, if anybody wants, if you, if you want me to like preface it, uh, this is about um, the GOP primary debate in Arizona. Okay. Uh, just the clip speaks for itself like it is just the user's name uh here on twitter is enda odowd uh at enda j odowd on twitter and uh let me get this queued up i'll share the screen here we go they closed my business down but you know what I didn't listen. I kept it open. You didn't have to listen, people. You didn't have to listen. I'd actually like to ask everybody on this stage if they would agree we had a corrupt stolen election. Raise your hand. Never now, happened. HB Hold on. Let her finish, please, Scott. Okay. God, they talk over me, and I'm Italian. That shouldn't happen. You know <laughs> I'm what? Irish. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Why not get... High-tech people that are going to be on the machines that are Republicans. A Democrat, Republican, get supervisors, that, that, equal amount. That happens. That, that we, we have parties we, looking over th- that's election right. results. They're, they're mm-hmm. doing it now. No, no. They, they they're actually telling they they people that hundreds, 200,000 minimum ballots were trafficked by mules. No. An honest election. May I finish? Mamma mia. We I have feel like I'm on an SNL skit here. Are you we going to take it, control of the debate? We are taking, no, 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 Carrie, I don't want I'm you to try to I'm happy to, to take, do it. I know you would be okay. happy to do it. Listen, I haven't been on a stage with this many women since I've been to a baby shower. It's been a while. <laughs> I, I don't know how that's going to go over, Scott, but we'll let that hang. Um, let's talk about... What? Do you think Republican voters want a candidate who doesn't even believe in the vote? I don't believe this primary has been fair. I can tell you that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have launched the lawsuit. Our campaign is a movement. We're going to show up and vote in droves. They're going to have to cheat even harder in order to try to win this. Your so campaign's think- a psyop. Uh, pa- Paula, please. First of all, put pa- everything... Paula, Paula, Paula. I feel like what? this is a please. spoof, honestly. Go ahead. Finish what you were saying, please. Oh, God. Is this a spoof, Ted? No, it's not. Finish what Are you sure? Yes, Vanessa? I am. Wow. Okay. I'm pro-life. From conception to death. Oh, shut up. And I believe... No exceptions for rape or incest? Well, that's a gray area. I I don't know. That's a personal decision for a person. That's not a gray area. Why can't we treat human life in the same way that we would treat alien life that we discovered on an alien planet? There's a reason we don't always invite Scott, because he's polling at 0%. No, 1%. And this is what happens. (laughs) Polls lie. Scott, please. (laughs) And no, you can't respond to a closing statement. The only kind of drag I've ever dressed in is a business suit or construction work clothes. I've never aspired to be Elvis Presley. All right, that's it. That's it. That's it. What in the goddamn fuck did I just watch? Exactly, right? There's no other way to explain it than to just... (laughs) Those are the choices. See, I was... I, I, I loved the beginning, the very beginning... When the old lady's getting upset, like, oh, yeah, they're talking over me. Just, I'm Italian. Mamma mia. <laughs> and then it just, like, I was yeah. expecting. Now, I assumed it was going to be stupid. And it was. It, my my uh, expectations were fulfilled. So um, that's great. But uh, that whole exchange at the beginning. I'm Italian. I'm Irish. That was probably the most intelligent thing that went yeah. down. And then from that point forward. It's just uh, a shit show, man. It really did seem like like a Saturday Night Live thing. I, I, yeah. Um, so no surprise. Uh, yeah. No, So no surprise that the old lady is pro-life. Um, the 
Karen looking individual there when she said that uh what, what did she say so ballots and mules yeah I bet you she's like thinking of like actual mules like the animal yeah not not the you know uh you know, smugglers but but rather an actual animal carrying ballots it's just so much misinformation during a debate it's really embarrassing Godspeed to the moderators of those things. Remember when the it was, I think it was the first debate between Trump and uh, Biden a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and it was just an absolute disaster. Yeah, uh, and and the I forget who it was who was moderating it, but Godspeed to them because they could have lost their shit at any point. They could have just up and left. I just feel like this is the new format for the GOP. And yes, I'm, 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 I will admit that, holy shit, Joe Biden is doing an awful job. But I will say the other option is, <laughs> yeah, like they, they, they just, I, I, the, to say that they've gone off the deep end is, it just seems like it's a new strategy. It was like, let's be as, fucking weird as possible and inaccurate as possible listen i know this is gonna sound like i'm uh you know being being a biden apologist and you know i voted for biden because i didn't want the other idiot to get elected get reelected. but um biden has basically been handed a, a mound of excrement and he is being told to build a mansion out of it Build a large, luxurious mansion out of it. What What are you going to do with that? You can't do yeah. anything with it. And he's, I, I mean, I'll sound like an apologist if I say he's trying his best. But, like, shit's tough right now. I mean, we got that, there's, you got the war going on. There's still war going on, and it's affecting things. Affecting things everywhere. You got, uh, you got a, a mass shooting happening every 20 minutes, it seems. It just you got America American. Yeah, it's just there's other people in positions of power that need to be shown the door and then shown a cliff. Yeah. And then, I the, mean, and then the area of following the edge of the cliff. It really makes a lot of people feel like nothing matters because it's like, OK, you're right. Like he is trying to do things and it's not happening because, you know, the Supreme Court or, you know, the Senate, everybody's fucking, you know, fighting with each other. Nothing's getting anything. Nothing's getting done. And like, yeah, I understand. But like it makes me not want to vote for sure. Like I voted for Biden and I'm like, well, what did what did he what has he done? Right. He hasn't tweeted. That's like he hasn't enraged people with his like dividing comments. Right. I uh, I always think about how close we came to nuclear war with Trump in office because that that psychopath, he had access to the codes. He could have fired yeah. them off at any point. It, 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 it things weren't all that good under him. They yeah, really it was a little scary for sure because he seems to act first and think later. <laughs> right. So that audio that we played was the um, Arizona GOP debate, and. Uh, Carrie Lake endorsed by Donald Trump is the one who is equating it to a Saturday Night Live sketch. Yeah. Uh, Republican candidates, Carrie Lake, Scott Neely, Karen Taylor Robson, and Paola Tuliani Zen. Yeah. Uh, Neely is the, uh, the aliens guy with his, uh, that 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 dude looks like a like a child's attempt at drawing a bodybuilder. <laughs> I mean, 
so many weird sound drops from him. Like, I don't know what he was going for. Like, it, it like you played the drum roll, but it, it did seem like he was going for the haha, I'm the funny guy. <laughs> it's just, yeah, but like it was just was a weird comment to be like, I haven't seen this many women since a baby shower. I do like it was just called out. It's like, okay, I don't know how that's gonna go, but <laughs> I, I like that one of them calls out uh where he's at in the polls, like zero percent, and he's like he's like, No, I'm at one percent. Like <laughs> yeah. dude, you this still why we don't bring him. <laughs> Uh, so well thank you for showing that to me it no uh, just further shows that uh there's no reason to have any faith in humanity yep arizona to like i mean i've traveled through arizona a few times i i uh, i think it's a pretty state um i you know i just like the desert because it's tranquil i find it to be tranquil uh the iced tea is great it is yeah um, there are some very good bands from Arizona, Jimmy Eat World, Jim Blossoms, uh, but Arizona also just, it kind of has a bad rap. It had a bad rap during the pandemic, had a bad rap during the election, and, uh, none of that surprises me. None of what we just heard surprises me in the least. Yep. But thank you for sharing. Oh, no problem. I thought it was interesting. Um, to say the least. Oh, uh, this in- businessinsider.com article just uh, summing up the primary. Uh, Arizona will vote for its next governor on November 8th. Republican Governor Doug Ducey will be term limited this year and is unable to run for re-election. Democratic candidates include Marco Lopez and Katie Hobbs. Polls show Hobbs be the favorite candidate for governor while Lake and Robson are nearly tied on the Republican side. Well, there you go. We'll have to see what happens, man, because I kind of want to pay attention to it now. Yeah, it's so just overall, because I don't the my biggest problem, and I know we've already talked about it, is that like I don't think Biden has done a good enough job to get an approval rate that is better, like, you know, to enough to beat the GOP right which, by the way they can produce candidates that are decent it's just my problem is is the GOP focuses a lot on like what you can't do like you know abortion and like gay rights and all that like it's it's just very conservative very it, it just seems like it's a bunch of people saying no for the sole purpose of saying no just to be yeah, stubborn for no other reason, just to be controlling. It's like when your parents like, say, I, because I said so. And then uh, that's it. it. That's exactly how it feels because they can tell you all sorts of reasons why they're saying these things, but it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's, they just want that power. They know they can do it. They just don't want to. God, that's yeah. the worst thing. Working in cur- customer service when I used to work in customers, it's like, I know you can do it. You just don't want to you go fuck yourself. Yeah, I so. literally can't do it. So but, we'll have to see what happens, what comes of this. Right. I mean, uh, fuck, man. Dr. Oz. <laughs> hey, look, take it seriously. We didn't take it seriously years ago with Trump, and it happened. So take <laughs> People need to be afraid about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get where so many people are coming from because he was against the status quo. Sure. Like he, was, he was just not what they you know the, the problem is is we're a two-party system right so if you get to and that's the thing they choose somebody who's completely off the like path and completely psychotic versus the person who is being controlled and doing things by the book the the way that they want to do it yep so it's like their choices are do it the way they want to do it or mystery box. The mystery box could be anything. It could even be a boat. <laughs> yeah. We're I, dude. We're fucked either way. That's just yeah, how it is. Fine. We're just fucked. Yeah, either that's way. cool. We're so, beautiful and doomed. Yep. Yeah. Hey, at least Biden can walk away at, at cause he's not getting reelected. <laughs> There's no way he's getting reelected. Uh, 
uh, best case scenarios that we uh, another Democrat at least gets high, uh, hired, elected. Bill Joden. Give uh, what's it? What's is? I don't even know if that dude's still alive. Uh, Gary, was it Gary Johnson? Or uh, there's there's one dude that was like Nader who would run. At, he runs like every election and he always gets like not even a full percentage of the vote. Yeah. Give that guy a chance. Let's give Nader a chance. Might as well. <laughs> Let's bring Ross Perot back. Ross Perot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give him a chance. No, this is what you do. You get Katrina Johnson as Ross Perot. And then she, uh, as Ross Perot, gets elected uh, as president. Uh, that I didn't know who Ross Perot was until all that. Until, yeah, same. Until Ear Boy. And yep. for some reason, his best friend is Ross Perot. <laughs> and that was Katrina Johnson, who, by the way, now, I, I can't tell if, I think she's like, she's got to be 40 or pushing 40 at this point. I can't tell if she's a smoke show or, a, or just a, like a dumpster fire. But... Uh, she she is stacked. What's her name again? Katrina Johnson. I'll, I'll ch- uh, uh, you know just just some research. Yeah, I follow her on the gram. She's definitely living her best life. I'll tell you that. I think I found the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you probably found the right one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you, are you sending uh, yeah. that to me? No, no, okay. no. I, I found the wrong person. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I, I remember having a crush on her. <laughs> I was looking for Katrina Johnson. All I found was a video of a guy getting fucked by a horse. I think it brought up Kathleen Johnson. Like it corrected to some sort of. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway. Speaking of. Failure. Hilarious. Hilarious failure. Let's go to China. Okay. According to a website I've never heard of, mothership.sg, China father cries after tutoring son daily for one year, and he scores six out of 100 (laughs) for math exams. Motherfucker got a six on his test. (laughs) That's a a funny score. Yeah. Like that that's there's a sweet as I learned in high school as someone who fucked off regularly in school there's a sweet spot with scores where it's just it's so bad that it's funny like zero a zero isn't funny a zero okay you legitimately uh you like you just didn't take the test you didn't show up yeah like a zero or you handed it in blank or whatever yeah you right. didn't answer anything yeah see i mean like you yeah, zero's no, quite literally nothing. And if like once you get into like the like double digits, I, I think once you get like one over fifteen is once it's not That's really funny. funny. Like is that like okay, zero's nothing. Anything over a fifteen is um between fifteen and fifty nine is basically a lot of you're just stupid. You didn't try. I think it- it's funny because it's it sets up the expectation of like a six out of ten, <laughs> but then it's a six out of hundred. <laughs> like, did he? Do you know if he like intentionally did it, like to to say like "fuck you"? There's a lot of speculation in this article that that says what happened. Um, the article says father in China ended up crying and drying his own tears. Is he gave his son math tuition for one year, only for the child to get six out of one hundred marks in his final mathematics examination? Uh, video, the, I guess the kid filmed his father crying, and then he put it up on Weibo or Weibo. I can't get to it. I can't pull up the video because I guess like I don't know, like Weibo. You need like a guest pass to get onto the service if you're not in China. VPN? I'm a lazy man. (laughs) The man's wife can be heard laughing in the background. (laughs) She's like, 
She's laughing because her son's a fucking idiot and her husband's a bitch. <laughs> so much. Uh, it was revealed that the man had been staying up late at night to give his son math tuition every day for the past year in the video shot by the boy's mother. The father says, I don't care anymore. My efforts are wasted. Let him struggle by himself. Uh Taiwanese media ET today reported that the father's angst stemmed from his son's inconsistent results that range from 40 to 50 to 80 to 90 sometimes. Hmm. Uh, reactions to the video are mostly commiserating with the father about the difficulties of parenting and the pressures of modern education. However, a lot of comments ran along the lines of how six out of a hundred was a bit too much and obviously too little, even by failing standards. Others mentioned that six out of a hundred was a reflection of the father's math ability and not the son's. Uh, those who commented with less joviality said the son might have handed in the exam with blank responses as a form of silent protest. And the father needed to reassess whether his own method of teaching his son was correct. Okay. So that you were asking about that. There you go. Yeah. That is probably the most, like that's probably the most plausible thing. Cause that's one of the reasons I just didn't give a shit in schools. Cause like I didn't care. And I care even less when people are cramming it down my throat. Yeah. There's like, I was very much like that. Like I remember sixth grade. I was, I liked a book called Harry Potter and I tried to introduce it to everybody. Like I tried to show people it and everyone was just like, eh, whatever, stupid, stupid fillers. And then seventh grade, it exploded everywhere. And I then was very pissed off. I protested it. I was like, I don't even like it anymore. Which was not true, but I pretended like I didn't care. Right. Like, so there is like this mindset. Like I would have done that if I was kept up late at night. Like, yeah. Studying about it's like, dude, I'm not passionate about this. Fuck off. Yeah. It's that. I mean, like I get it. A lot of kids don't want to go to school and they don't want to do homework, but like, at the same time, uh, I don't know. Now I, I have no experience with it because I'm not a parent, but like I don't know if like incentivize or um, encourage in some way that's not commanding and and overbearing. That's when I was younger. Now I, there got to be a point where my father, my parents, kind of stepped back. Like they were still pretty harsh about it. Mm-hmm. but I could I could do whatever the fuck I wanted at that point as long as like I was not failing and and, and somehow I I graduated high school I don't, I don't know how he did it I, th- I think I I think I pissed off enough people they just wanted to get rid of me fair but uh, when I was like I remember like fourth grade the fifth grade I was like you spend all day at school and then you come home and then the rule was like I, I could not leave the kitchen table until my homework was done and sometimes I'd yeah. be sitting there till like nine and 10 o'clock at night, just working on stuff and I'm frustrated and it's, that's not healthy, man. No, no, that, that it makes, makes, it makes you hate it more. No. And then like, it makes you like you're naturally people are good at things that they like. So by hating it, you're not really doing. And the thing is, and this is a huge problem with education overall is that I think every child learns differently. So like, while we can say like, whatever, we can have whatever opinions, we don't have kids. So it's like kind of hard for us to say, but overall, every kid learns differently. Mm -hmm. And it's just, but the way that the education system is set up, it's set towards like, it's, I hope it's getting better because I'm not, I'm not familiar with what's going on because I haven't been in school for a while, but like for me, I learn, I don't learn by reading. I don't Same. like there's so many like books that I've read that the only, the only reading that I've learned from are like biography books, like Kurt Cobain's biography, heavier than heaven mm-hmm. or, you know, and like, you know, how real is that? Like, I, I don't know. Well, like uh, Wikipedia, man. And not even just uh, the, the stuff there, like the articles that are being cited. 
I mean, that's yeah. a, that's a that's a source right uh, right there. Um, yeah, I'm I'm more hands on, you know. And if I have to sit through a, a two hour long lecture about whatever the hell, what what's that gonna do? I don't do shit. I think the most annoying thing is is the only thing that school did for me was it made me figure out how to answer tests. Like you know, like it in that in that brief moment. I had what you could call knowledge Mm -hmm. like, and it's not real knowledge. It's just like you read the word blue and then you're like, what, what, what was the color? And you're like blue. (laughs) It was aquamarine. You piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah. You're just (laughs) kind of regurgitating facts. Right. It's not the same. Like, I'm I'm on the same way. I learned from doing. So there's sure. there's uh, uh yeah, I'm I learned from doing um and I do try to take notes with especially with like work, you know, if it's something that uh is is it's either new to me or it's something that I fucked up, then that's when I take notes, so I will then try to remember never do it again. Now it's just a matter of now remembering your notes are there. Yeah. Go over your notes. <laughs> you know, I need that's something I need to do and, and get better about. But uh I'll tell you that back in high school, I'm sure you had her. Initials WJ. Oh, oh I know you Anger. had her. I'm I know so you had her. That's oh right. I'm sorry. I forgot. I know you didn't have a good experience with her. Look, no, no. I, I, I would say that back in high school, 99, and remember for the initiate, Nate and I went to the same high school. Uh, in fact, uh, all but Mike Tarara, uh, we all grew up together. Yeah. Mike's the, Mike's the outsider. But uh, in high school, our high school, one of the math teachers, no one liked her uh, because she was very tough and her personality, this, that, and the other thing. And I was the black chick. I was, she the, was the, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you on that, but I was the black sheep that appreciated her because of her teaching style because I sucked at math and I like math. I actually like kind of enjoy math now, but I was terrible at it until his lady came around and just because of her uh, style of doing things and the way she instilled it into me, like I didn't start doing well with Fair. it until she came around. <laughs> I didn't start doing well with it until she came around to the point where uh, like sophomore year. Okay. Like she was my math teacher did very well, uh, you know, just kind of by chance junior year. Then she was my math teacher. And then I found out that I had to take something. It was like geometry senior year that I should have taken as a junior. And I didn't. So I was like one of two seniors in the class with them amongst a bunch of freshmen. That was fun. Uh, but I, I fucked up my entire schedule for the year. I did. I took some shit classes senior year just so I could have her as my math teacher. Cause I'm like, no one else. I'm not going to pass. I'm not going to graduate unless this lady is teaching me. Wow. So, and I got, I actually found out like there were a few things that we actually, uh, like, you know, got a, got a, on about like things that we actually had, uh, in common. <laughs> what? That, <laughs> that was because this, I did now this is back in the days before streaming and Netflix and all that. Uh, and I had, and this is right when shows were starting to come out on DVD. And I had, I, when, you know, one of the seasons of, ER on DVD. I left my backpack in her classroom during lunch break. I went to go retrieve it to let someone borrow it. And she was there. She's like, oh, what do you grab? I'm like, oh, just grabbing, you know, a thing on my backpack. And then just like out of the blue, because just me and her and sort of like breaking that awkward silence of the two of us in the classroom together. I'm like, I hold it up. I'm like, have you ever watched this show? And she's just like, I love that show. Like, all right, here, there we go. And then every Friday morning, as she's going around uh, checking homework, she would stop and ask me if I watched the previous night's new episode. ER, for those who are not <laughs> familiar yeah. with that sound. Yeah. So we had that in common, which was cool. So Was that when George Clooney was still on it? No. Okay. No, this is uh, 
Noah Wiley left around that time. Gotcha. So uh, he left and John Stamos joined. Gotcha. Um, but uh, so, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I understand. I know everyone else I know who had her despised her and I understand why they despise. I, I don't disagree with that in the least. She I just happened. Really- to, I just happened to get along with her and I did. And I did well with math. I passed math because of her. So. She had this really cool concept that if you left anything blank, you would get a zero. So like if you had like a homework, like, so what I did when I didn't know how to do a problem, I left it blank because I didn't want to do it wrong. Right. Like I didn't want to teach myself the wrong way to do it. So I left it blank as like a clear statement of like, this is one I need help with. Mm-hmm. But she would see that I left it blank and just give me a complete zero. Yeah, there, everything. That, that, see, everything. There were a lot of times I fell victim to that, and I, you know, that would kind of piss me off. Like, and again, it's like I did ninety nine of those fucking problems, and I left one blank, and I don't get credit for anything. Like that's that doesn't work mathematically. <laughs> <laughs> Which is her specialty, so go right. figure. Right. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, there was a lot of frustration. I get it. Uh, I actually learned that, um, I can't remember because Kate graduated uh, the year after I did. And I can't remember if it was uh, her or the following year. She was actually, the teacher in question was actually told to uh, scale back quite a bit. Or else, uh, or else, sayonara. Yeah. So, uh, so there was that. Is she still there? I don't know. She's one of the few left uh, from our time that's still there. Wait, wait, really? Yeah. You're saying she? I thought you were asking. No, she's still there. She. I'm I'm telling you of of the all the teachers that we had 15 plus years ago in our high school. She is one of the few left. So. Although she wasn't that old when we had her, so <laughs> physical appearance aside, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> You're how old? No. So, whatever. I hey, dude. I I I don't uh, entirely attribute my my high school graduation to her. Again, I'm convinced I just pissed off enough people, even our principal at the time it was just like dude just take take your degree and fuck off <laughs> that's a way to do it so you gotta learn your uh professors yep so my parents also like they, they pointed this out to me recently that they were like they're like you did this with a lot of your teachers where you were like she's like you were friends with your teachers and i'm like i was friendly with them she's like yeah but you like you saw your teachers as equals. You saw your teachers as peers. I'm like, because they, they get paid shit. They have to put up with us. In this day and age, they're literally risking their lives to hold that job. So, like, it's, it's I don't know. I don't know if it's wrong to say it's humanizing them, but they're, they're humans. Yep. They're putting up with a lot. <laughs> and... Yeah, on Facebook, I'm yeah. I happen to be friends with a lot of my teachers, so <laughs> I never had that. Like, I have a few like middle school teachers that I'm still friends with, but but your 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 mother was a teacher, though, right? Yeah, that's different in the school system. So, yeah, in the middle middle school system. So yeah, my my fifth grade teacher, I I loved her very much, and she was uh, very encouraging of like my creativity. And we're friends on Facebook. She's, I mean, obviously much older now. And she even said once <laughs> that uh, she commented on something I posted. And she's like, you know, you can call me by my first name now, right? I'm like, no, you are Mrs. You will always be Mrs. And it's like, I don't, uh, I don't usually address people as Mr. or Mrs. But when it comes to uh, teachers. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I call them by their first name. I just said, I've told her, I'm like, you're Mrs. You're always going to be Mrs. I'm sorry. I can't no. do it. I, I find it weird calling like people's parents Mrs. and Mr.'s. And it's just, okay, you're this now. It's like Axe parents. I just call them mom and dad. 
Yeah. <laughs> his, his dad on Facebook added me and put me down as his son. <laughs> awesome. But like everyone in his family, though, is like aunt, uncle, grandma, you know. Yeah, I have one of those and it's their birthday. It's my quote unquote mom's birthday. Uh, dude, I am my, my joysy mom. I'm, I'm weird when it comes to like my friend's parents and even Kate's parents. I just I uh, I, I'm the master at addressing people without ever having to use their names or a title. Yeah, I can get around it. I know how to do it. I joking. Had, have like, you ever had somebody call you out on it? No. I no. had somebody and it was like the worst feeling ever. Cause I was like, I just couldn't remember their name. I'm sorry. I was just like, they're like, you don't remember my name, do you? I was like, son of a bitch. You're right. I, I was like, I'm sorry. And I, I talked to everyone. Uh, I was up in Montreal a couple of years ago for work and meeting a lot of people uh, in person that like I knew only through, uh, you know, email and like instant messaging. And so one guy, you know, a lot of people are co- coming to find me to introduce themselves, you know, meet me in person. This one guy feels so bad. I'll tell you right now, his name's Jason and he's, he's, he's quite a bloke, but he, he comes over and he, he's like, Hey man, so nice to meet you in person. Blah, blah, blah. Like had this whole conversation, except in the back of my mind, I'm like, what in God's name hell? is your name? Who are you? What is your name? I know your name. What is it? And then I remember it dawned on me like the next day, but like that entire time we're just, we're chatting as if, you know, it wasn't the first time we were meeting in person. And, uh, the whole time I'm like, who are you? <laughs> so, yeah. It sucks. It's a horrible feeling. <laughs> it really, I had something similar, but completely different happened to me last week. I was at an open mic and I was heading to my car to get like, uh, like I bring my Yeti with me cause Yetis are awesome. Yeah. And, um, this couple got out of their car and like one of them was like, Hey Nate. And I was like, Oh, hi. How, like, how are you guys doing tonight? And they were like, uh good uh, and they kind of like and then it was one of those things where my mind put the pieces together they never said nate i don't know where that came from i just heard them say hey nate oh, so like to them what their perspective was me being like hey how's it going <laughs> like just completely <laughs> random person coming out of the blue being like how are you guys tonight <laughs> uh... I've uh, I've definitely had those moments before where I thought someone was talking to me and they weren't talking to me. They were talking to someone else, but I responded. Yeah, I'm trying to piece in my mind what they could have said, like something night, maybe like something about the night. Right. I don't know. But it was like really weird because I was going to talk about it during my set, but they showed up in the (laughs) background and I was like, Oh, I can't. I can't. I, I have should have done it anyway. You should have called him uh, out and be like, "Hey, I'd like everyone to meet my new friends over here." <laughs> Somebody and <in> whoever. <laughs> it was. It was pretty funny. Introducing my new friends. I just met them out in the parking lot. Fred, parking lot. Never mind. Jesus Christ! I blew that one. Parking lot. <laughs> it was the parking lot? I said parking light. Oh, you said parking light? Dude, I <laughs> I was saying Nate. Nate, good Nate. <laughs> uh, I so I was at a gas station uh one day. Uh, this is years ago, it's back when I lived in Marlboro and I'm uh I'm in line to get I'm like buying I don't know what I was buying, but I'm standing in line and I hear this dude behind me. I think I think he worked there actually. Oh, I mean, because they had a dunks in there. Okay, so I'm standing in line inside the gas station dunks and the clerk behind the counter and the counter was an island in the middle of the store. So I hear him behind and he's standing like uh, maybe a foot away from me and he goes, hey, do you want a bottle of water? And I don't it just like not even without thinking. I just I just turned around and I go, no, I'm good. Thanks. 
and he well, just and he's just staring at me and he just goes okay hey do you want a bottle of water and it turns out there was a chick standing next to me that he was talking to and I, you know what I did I just turned and I left that's all you can do and I never set foot back inside that store uh, I, I get gas there occasionally still if I'm in the area, but I've never gone back inside because I'm like that. No, I there was no reason for me to do that. I don't know why I did that. It was one well, of those things. Yeah, it's one of those things that came out of my mouth and then immediately in my head. I'm like, what are you doing? Why did you do that? It would have been more awkward, though, if he said yes, because then like he would either have to be like, uh, OK, here you go. Or like I wasn't. You don't get it. Like you're not. This isn't for you. I've never had. Uh, I've. I don't. I've never had anyone approach me and do anything like that before. Uh, so I can only imagine like what was going through his head when like he did. Although like I don't know. Don't stand right next to me and do that. I don't know. <laughs> don't be near me. Right when somebody else is talking. You ever have like those situations where somebody gives you something? And you're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. This is amazing. And they're like, well, you can't keep it. And you just get like this weird like, oh, yeah, of course. I just meant thanks for letting me hold it. I know. I know I've had that happen before, but I don't have an example. It's probably like he probably felt similar to that. At least like, yo, if you're talking to someone, just call them by name. Yeah. As I'm sitting here. Talking about how I found clever ways to skate around having to call someone by their name or a title. I mean, I mean, it's one thing. Like when there's two people right next to each other and you just say, hey, do you want this? Right. It's like, how are you supposed to know? I give I give it to you that that wasn't you. That was them. I think it was Malcolm in the middle, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure where someone on the show goes, mom, and like a dozen middle-aged women turn around and look. <laughs> That's classic. So, all right. Uh, well, very good. We can uh, we can leave it at that. Yeah. I'm a tired man. You don't, you you don't want to talk about the couple having sex during TV? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. That's uh, just quickly. Just quickly. That's that's hilarious. And I don't. I can't share the video because it's uh, quite Why literally. <laughs> it's quite literally porn. But uh, on. NBC Philadelphia while they were covering a news story about uh, I believe it was an officer involved shooting by the way the only source reporting this is uh, DC 101 in Washington DC uh, as a radio station DC 101.iheart.com so with with iheart in the title you know it's just complete garbage but uh, dude on Twitter uh, at TGM 444 posted on July 5th Philly burnt out, yo, with the video. <laughs> and it's him recording off uh, his TV, NBC Philadelphia. Uh, according to the iHeart article, during a newscast on NBC 10 in Philly, there was breaking news of two police officers that were shot on July 4th. As the camera was showing the live shot on location, an eagle eye viewer caught a couple having sex in the window of one of the apartments near the Philadelphia Art Museum where the shooting occurred. Oh, wow. So it's and in the video, the uh, uh, you know, there's no blinds, there's no, there's nothing covering the windows. This is actually, did you see Twenty Eight Days Later? Yeah, or Twenty Eight yeah. Weeks Later? Sorry. Yeah, I saw both. So in Twenty Eight Weeks Later, sort of towards the beginning, when um, Robert Carlyle's character is just kind of surveying the city. No, I'm sorry, it's uh, not Carlyle. It's uh, uh, Hawkeye, Renner. He's uh he's got his sniper rifle and he's serving so he's just kind of looking around through his scope and at one point uh like he's looking through different apartment windows cuz they're all open and he's seeing you know people just doing different things going about their routines and in one of them it's just two people just fucking people do that and that's exactly what this was it's just uh it was a camera uh atop a building and there was just a couple just fucking and it was broadcast on live TV. So those things like it, it's a blink and you miss it. And this dude didn't blink and he saw it. And it's kind of hilarious because uh, the dude's definitely standing up and the chick's like over the edge of the bed. But she's like wearing like 
like thigh high stockings. It almost looks like she's wearing pants. It almost looks like he's fucking a mannequin. It's almost awkward looking. Like there's a subtle difference between like professional pornography and amateur pornography. And this is definitely amateur pornography. Are you looking for it, Nate? <laughs> I'm not watching it. No. <laughs> I have to know. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Is that like... I mean, it's like not in high def or anything. So no. it's not like... But it is like fascinating. Whenever like mistakes happen on the news, I fucking love that. When I, like... Yeah. It's like we're live. It's like... Oh. The, <laughs> the only time I don't like it is if like the you know you got someone who's doing like an on location report and someone like oh yeah interrupts the show yeah. or no the worst now is when people like drive by and they're yelling let's go Brandon or some dumb oh, yeah. shit some, like that some lame like no when it when it's playful when it's not like like there's been newscasters who've had strokes on TV. It's like, yes, not that I'm talking like, Oh, they didn't know they were alive or they were looking at the wrong thing or they read the teleprompter wrong or something. It's just little, it, little things it, like that. It, that it, I, it's the context like this. I still have this as a sound drop. And I remember we, we used to play like the, someone remixed it and made a song out of it. Well, a very, very heavy, uh, heavy dirtation tonight. We had a very Darrison bite. Let's go to Terrace those for the bit. They had the pet. Yeah. When that chick had a, literally had a stroke. All right. Uh, very good. This entire discussion is a sign that it is time to wrap up. <laughs> We've been talking for a bit. All right, Nate. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for showing me the Arizona thing. That was comical. Thank you for having me. As always. All right. uh, For the rest of you, we will talk at you next time. Peace to Grandma Dot. We love you. See you. Bye. Goodbye. Amitization may not have happened.